And this is the, the Demented Files. Hi everyone, this is Julie. Hey, this is Raquel. And we're here for our fourth episode. Wowzas. And for this one, Raquel's gonna take over. She's gonna be telling um, a very interesting story. I'm very excited to hear what you got for us today. Yes, so um, switching it up, I know last week, uh, no, the week before, we had mentioned that we were going to kind of switch it up because we had a couple of dark stories. Yeah. So, um, you know, and last week, Julie did the near-death experiences. So this I week... Know, so fun. Yeah, and I loved that episode. And we talk so about cat great. humps and... Cat humping. A lot and of dog clickly clacky. Our dog, that's the dog that <laughs> smokes crack. And, um, you know, uh, so very interesting episode. This week, we're going to... I'm going to be discussing the... UFO abduction of Barney Hill and Betty Hill. Oh my God. And I'm super excited. It's such a fantastic story. Yes, because (laughs) I love aliens and Mm -hmm. I love UFOs and I'm so happy. Right. They (laughs) finally decided to admit that aliens are real. Hell yeah, they are. I don't understand how people think they're not real. Why right. do you not think aliens are real? Like, right. Come on. We know there's something else there's out something there. There's something out like, there. There's got to be. Have you ever had, have you ever seen a UFO? I think so. Yeah. I have a couple experiences, but they're so, like one of them was when I was really, really, really young mm-hmm. that I don't know if it's true or not. If it was your imagination. Yeah. But I've definitely seen stuff in the sky. I've seen, Tom's seen some stuff too. Really? Yeah. Have you seen I've I've had one experience. Oh, yeah? Do you want to yeah. share it? Well, it was, you know, nothing crazy, but I just remember that I, I was actually um, living in an apartment, and this was back about eight years ago or so mm-hmm. when I used to smoke cigarettes. So my kids were sleeping, and I'm like, fuck, I need a cigarette. So I oh went outside God. after Is that that re- same? I'm sorry. Is that the yeah. same one with the ghost? You're going to have to tell that story. No, no. Oh, that's no. a different one. Yeah, it oh, wasn't okay. that apartment. No, but okay. I will eventually. Guys, yes. I've had some paranormal experiences that were super crazy oh my god and one of these days um we yes. are gonna discuss those Hell yeah yeah but no this was a different apartment and i was sitting on my front porch and i saw these lights and they weren't airplane lights they weren't like those plane tower lights mm-hmm. like they weren't they were not human lights. like made lights no yeah and they were moving throughout the sky okay like really far distances apart like jumping around in the sky and i'm like holy really fuck fast. like tonight's the night that i get abducted <laughs> like i figured they knew that i could holy see them shit. you know yeah. what i mean they and probably I, do i just played it cool i'm like well i just tricked myself into like not thinking about it just in case they could hear my thoughts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and here i am because yeah, I, I didn't get abducted so I know, because you think about it. They they always talk about like they can telepathically communicate with you. Yeah, they're smarter than yeah. us. They're they're very they're they're a lot smarter than us. No, are you talking about the little green men, or are you talking about like different kinds? I don't know what aliens look like. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I just know that any kind of an alien is probably smarter than us. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure there's some that are dumb as fuck. But yeah, there's a there's a lot going on like, in the universe. Like I think Jabba the Hut. <laughs> he looked really stupid. He had a stupid face. Yeah, I don't like that character. It's yeah, gross. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he looks like he sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jabba the Hutt, I remember, okay, and I'm probably getting off track. There was a girl <laughs> okay. once, right? And I forgot what it was. This was back when I was on Facebook, and I don't have Facebook anymore. I hate yeah. Facebook. Yeah. But she said something under one of my pictures, and you know the pic collage? Oh, yeah. That's old school. She legit looked like Jabba the Hutt. Okay. So I made a pic collage of her face and Jabba the Hutt, oh, and no. I posted it, and I was, <gasps> this was back in my ratchet days. Holy like, shit, you petty. Right, super petty. <laughs> I was like, honey, this is coming from you. I was oh, like, get fuck. it together, sis. Damn. <laughs> and she was very butthurt, but it's okay. Understandable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Sugar, come on, get down. The dog is trying to steal my crack. <laughs> Wait, you have crack too? I do. I withheld. I'm withholding it. I grabbed it off the table so oh, that he okay. can't get it. So. Oh, you stole my crack that I give I to stole my dog. Your crack that okay. you give, yeah, because it's just not right, and you shouldn't be feeding your dog crack. Okay. So. Oh, all right. I'm an enabler. You are, and I understand when you love something, you want to give them what they need. Yeah. And he needs yeah. crack. All right, so let's dive into it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Barney Hill Jr. was born July 20th, 1922 in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, He was a postal worker and a civil rights leader. So, you know, active in his community, had a good job, you know, federal job. So, strong man in the community. Betty was born June 28th, 1919. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the same year my grandfather was born in New Hampshire. And she was a social worker and civil rights activist. Okay. So they both were in the community, you know, civil rights leader, civil rights activist, you know, good paying position, social worker, postal worker. So they were yeah. a power couple, so wow. to speak. Okay. They were active in the local Unitarian congregation, and I didn't know what Unitarian was, so I looked it up just so that I can get some clarity, and apparently a Unitarian is people that believe that mainstream Christianity does not adhere to strict monotheism, which means just one God. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but by contrast, Unitarians do. They believe that, you know, maintaining that Jesus was a great man and a prophet of God, perhaps even a supernatural being, but not God himself. Oh, interesting. Right. So a little bit different than the mainstream, you know, belief, especially back in the the days like that, you know, back in, you know, the 19, early 1900s. It was. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people think that back then it was a lot more, and and it is, it was a lot more stricter and stuff, but people were fucking crazy back then too. They they had a lot of beliefs, but a lot of them were like hidden. Yeah. You know, a lot of hidden stuff. Yeah. Because they didn't want any repercussions or judgment from others. Right, right. Which, you know, especially with a lot of, you know, immigration and things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, the Irish coming into America, Mm -hmm. the Italians, the Mm -hmm. French. They were all, you know, typically strict Catholics and Oh yeah. So, you know, and they were taking over cities and towns and so it was like you kinda kept social within the social norm. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem like a social norm and I had never heard of it, but pretty interesting to me. You know, I we all have our own beliefs, you know, as far as God goes and what we believe and mm-hmm. um I could definitely identify with that. Yeah. 
100%. So uh, the Hills were member, members of the NAACP and community leaders. Barney sat on the local board of the United States Commission on Civil Rights. So they were prominent individuals wow. in their community. They were definitely doing like board meetings, probably conferences, like probably in touch with, you know, politicians and local leaders. Yeah. You know, so they were, they their voice and their persona, probably something sacred to them considering right. the, the roles that they had in their community, mm-hmm. you know, as far as being a social worker, working for the post office, mm-hmm. being on the civil rights board, being yeah. a civil rights activist. Yeah. You know, sitting on the commission, the American, com- the United States Commission on Civil yeah. Rights. They were legitimate people. They weren't like, right. like my dog is a crackhead. It's right. like, you're not going to believe his crackhead UFO right. story. They're, they weren't Uncle Bob. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they were people who right. worked hard for where, and on top of that, they were an interracial couple, mm-hmm. which was unheard of mm-hmm. at that time. So that in itself, they really needed to protect themselves and their reputation that they had already built mm-hmm. being an interracial couple on yeah. top of everything else. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to give some background on that sure, because yeah. uh, it was very uncommon for interracial couples at that time. And give some background as to who they are so that you uh, do understand that they weren't just some local nut jobs, you know, like right. Uncle Bob or your crackhead dog. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So Barney was African-American and Betty was white. Uh, There wasn't, like I said, wasn't a lot of room to slander their own credentials and credibility with some bullshit. Yeah, they were legit. Right. So moving on to the incident, pretty much, you know, they both were hardworking people. They went on a last minute trip to Canada. And on the drive home, that's when the incident happened. So they were like, you know, we work hard. Let's get away. They took off literally last minute kind of thing. Drove up to Niagara Falls uh, in Canada and decided to take a trip. Okay. So they drove up there. And on the way back is when the sighting occurred. Okay. So the sighting happened about 10.30 p.m. on September 19th, 1961. So it was late at night. They were driving back from their little mini vacation. You know, they were driving back to Portsmouth. So I believe Portsmouth is New Hampshire. Yes. And again, it was from a vacation in Niagara Falls in Montreal and that kind of thing. So they were going back to their hometown. Well, it seems like Betty got her husband to stay in New Hampshire because that's where she was from. Remember, he was from Virginia. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, they had relocated at some point to New Hampshire and they were driving back home. Barney was driving and Betty observed bright light in the sky that moved from below the moon and the planet Jupiter up towards the west of the moon. So it was kind of just like moving around near the moon. And while Barney navigated through US Route 3, Betty, you know, she she noticed the light and she decided to pay more attention to it throughout the drive. Mm-hmm. She started to grow concerned because of how the the, the light was moving. She urged Barney to stop the car for a, for a closer look, and they had their dog with them, so she wanted to walk the dog as well. She's like, let's stop and see what's up with this light, you know, and let's walk the dog. Mm-hmm. So they stopped at a scenic picnic place, uh, and I don't know if you've ever been to New Hampshire, but there's a lot of those. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, you know, little stop areas, rest areas with, yeah. you know, benches and things like that up in the... I went once. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. I lived yeah. in Vermont for a couple years. You did? Yeah. Oh, my God. Forced. I... I didn't choose. I was young, so it wasn't oh, okay. exciting then. But in retrospect, like, I would have loved yeah. it. Yeah. New Hampshire is amazing. Yeah. But, oh, my God, during the winters, it's yeah. brutal. And there's not really much to do either. Brutal. Yeah. So, 
So Betty paid attention to the, co- the, the star. Like I said, they ended up stopping at the scenic picnic just south of Twin Mountain, which is located actually in the White Plains of New Hampshire. They used binoculars that they had brought. Obviously, they went to Niagara Falls, so they probably had the binoculars, you know, to look at the Niagara Falls. And they used the binoculars and looked at the lights. And of course, Barney brushed it off as an airplane. He was in the military, so he wasn't really into all that. And he brushed it off as an airplane until suddenly the UFO descended in his direction. So it got really close Mm. really quick. Oh my goodness. Uh, They got back in the car. Um, You know, they probably were freaked out. Yeah. Got back in the car and started driving down the highway again. And then the UFO descended towards their vehicle. Close, apparently. Uh, They reported it caused Barney to stop in the middle of the highway. They said that the huge silent hover, uh, silent craft hovered about 80 to 100 feet above their 1957 Chevrolet Bel Air. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I would shit myself. Yeah. Like literally right above them hovering over their vehicle. They said the whole windshield was covered with this UFO. Like they couldn't see anything other than this UFO because that's how big it was. Holy shit. So they're looking out their windshield and all they see is this UFO. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. (laughs) Like what the fuck? Barney said it reminded him of a huge pancake. So he had his pistol. He stepped out of the vehicle and moved closer to the object. I'm not sure what he thought he was going to do with the pistol. Like what the fuck are you going to do? Shoot the aliens? Like, come on. (laughs) Um, So I I mean, I I guess it must be a man thing. That's not what I would have done. Here, aliens, I got my gun. Yeah, right. Like they probably have like supersonic laser guns, like where you don't even know you're being (laughs) shot and you just look down and you're bleeding. Like, you know, like your gun is nothing compared to what they probably have. But anyways, so he got his gun and got out, you know, manly man and um, moved closer to the object. He used the binoculars and looked at the ship and claimed to have seen eight to 11 humanoid figures who were peering out of the craft's windows and looking at him. Oh my God. Imagine that looking up and they're just like staring at you like, holy just fuck. judging you. This is it. This is the day. They're probably looking at his gun like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> they're bro? like, look at that. Look at that little right. little thing. Look, look, what is that thing in his hand? Right, right. <laughs> what is that? What is that in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they're like staring at him. And in unison, all but one figure moved to what t- appeared to be a panel on the rear of the hallway that encircled the front portion of the craft. So it was like, you know, your standard, you like circular with a bunch of windows and it's a big round hallway type yeah. thing. So they all like moved in sync and all but one stayed staring at Barney. Oh God. Imagine that. Like that's definitely That's even more creepy. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna head out. Uh, I <laughs> didn't mean to get in your way on the highway but i'm i hope you have a safe trip you know (laughs) kill him with kindness (laughs) so the one remaining figure continued to look at barney and communicated a message to him telling him stay where you are and keep looking oh so this thing spoke english oh wow right stay where you are and keep looking okay like damn like what the fuck now i can't even look away Like, I just got to stare at you. Like, this is awkward. So, yeah, they wanted him to keep looking. He was hysterical and he yelled to Betty's, you know, they're going to capture us. You know, obviously freaking out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, they're not just going to pull off. Like, all right, just kidding. Like, April Fool's, I'll Mm -hmm. see you later. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Like, no, they're definitely coming to take you. Like, that would be my first thought, too. Like, you 
you're not hovering over for me, you know, hovering over me for your health. Yeah. You know, exactly. like you're definitely trying to probe my anus. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 like you're definitely trying to do something yeah, to me, you know. You're like, to go up you're in not there. wasting your gas coming here for this. Yes, it's really expensive right now. You Imagine filling that. that thing up. Oh shit. Fucking cry. Oh my god. Right. You know, I've never seen a UFO at the gas station. We need whatever kind of hovercrafts they're using cuz I'm tired of this shit. I know, right? I'm about to get some Heelys and start skating to you know, <laughs> skating skirt, to work. Skirt. About to roll into work on my oh my, my shoe skates. Hell yeah. <laughs> right next to the cars on the highway right like, what are you looking at bitch what are you looking at right mind your business right <laughs> super fast <laughs> <laughs> oh so anyway so the object um shifted directly above the vehicle as he sped away okay so i guess he got into the vehicle the hills barney and uh, betty heard a rhythmic series of buzzing or beeping sounds which they said seemed to bounce off the trunk of their vehicle and the the actual car vibrated and a tingling sensation passed through their bodies. Oh. Imagine that. Yikes. You just become like a walking vibrator. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so the Hill said that they then experienced an onset of an altered state of consciousness that left their mind dulls. Imagine that. Like you're just, you're here, but you're not. Have mm. you ever felt like that? Like you're spacing out and it's kind of like, eh, you know, like the stove's on fire. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay, I've, so, I've been there. Right. So that was not with the, not, not with the <laughs> stove on fire, but I, yes, I've been there. It's like a fuck it, whatever. Right, yeah, the dog shitting on yeah. the floor. He's smoking crack yeah. in the bathroom. You know what? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> exactly. I've had, and I, it sounds like the, that's what it was. Yeah. And so it left their minds dulled. So they're kind of just like, eh, you know, just kind of sitting there. And a wow. second series of beeping or buzzing sounds returned. And the couple regained full consciousness. When that second set of beeping sounds occurred, they found that they had traveled nearly 35 miles south. Wow. So they had been traveling during this time. Yeah. You know, so they're, were they in their vehicle? We don't know. Like, the ship could have taken the whole car and dropped them off 35 miles later. Mm -hmm. Or did they do some kind of hypnosis to them while they were, you know, driving? Like, who knows what mm -hmm. happened? So the aftermath, this was the quote-unquote um, abduction. They didn't really remember much at the time. They just remembered this sensation, these buzzing sounds, this rhythmic pinging. Mm -hmm. And when the, the rhythmic, you know, sounds came back, they were back into their full set of consciousness. Okay. Uh, so the aftermath, when they got back to the house, which they eventually did, thank God, Betty insisted that their luggage be kept at the front, at the back door, rather than the main part of how the house, which she found in retrospect was really odd. Mm -hmm. um, like, why did I want my luggage at the back of the door? Uh, their watches never worked again. The leather strap that was on the binoculars was torn, even though he couldn't recall it tearing. So their binoculars were torn. And the toes of his best dress shoes were scraped. So he had his dress shoes on and the toes were scraped. Barney said that when he got home, he was compelled to examine his genitals in the bathroom. Okay. And he said he found nothing unusual, but he, you know, they both took long showers to remove possible contamination and each at that time had drew a picture of what they had observed so they tried to reconstruct what had happened in the chronology chronology i thought it was chronologic chronological 
Yeah, they try to like chronologically. I Chrono- guess that's what chronologically. Yeah, they try to figure out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> step by step. Yes. <laughs> they try to figure out what happened um, as they witnessed the UFO and drove off home. But immediately after hearing the buzzing sounds, that second buzzing that they had mentioned, as soon as they heard that, their memories became incomplete and fragmented. Okay. Uh, so within days of the encounter... Betty had borrowed a UFO book from the local library, mm-hmm. and it had been written by a retired Marine Corps major, Donald E. Kehoe. <laughs> That's a funny last name. Kehoe. <laughs> he was also head of the NICAP, which is a civilian UFO research group. Okay. All right. So on September 26th, you know, she, she read this book, and then on September 26th, she wrote a letter to Kehoe. So mind you, the situation happened on September 19th. Mm -hmm. So by September 26th, she had written a letter to Mr. Donald E. Kehoe, who was the head of the UFO research group. Okay. All right. So she wrote a letter to Kehoe and explained the full story because she had reached out to the air travel, that kind of thing. Like some where you would report something like that and they were like yeah lady you know pretty much bust her off like she was crazy she she did her own research Mm -hmm. so she related the full story including the details about the humanoid figures that barney had observed to mr donald e kehoe and betty wrote in the letter that she and barney barney were considering hypnosis to recall what had happened because like i said after that second set of sounds and they regained consciousness their memories were fragmented. They didn't really remember much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they had certain things that were weird, like their compass wouldn't work. Their watches wouldn't work. They found, like, silver, like, specks of material on their clothing, on the trunk of their car. Their binoculars were broken. Their shoes were scraped. So really weird things that they knew that something had happened, but they could not remember it. Yeah, because they were literally out on the the road. She's just taking her dog for quick walk so he can go to potty right and, right and then all of a sudden all this shit just yeah what the fuck just happened right because right. then they got back in the car because remember it descended towards them mm-hmm. and when they got in the car that's when it came to yeah. their car right so betty wrote that to mr donald e kehoe that they were considering hypnosis to recall what happened mm-hmm. her letter was eventually passed on to walter n webb who was a boston astronomer and nicap member so remember nicap is that ufo that's civilian research uh ufo research group okay so the letter that she wrote was passed on to mr walter n webb who again was an astronomer and an nicap member Mm -hmm. webb after reading the letter stated that they were they were telling the truth and that the incident probably occurred exactly as reported except for some minor uncertainties and technicalities that must be tolerated in any such observations where human judgment is involved. Okay. For example, how close the spaceship was, what the lights looked like, that kind of thing. Okay. They did end up getting hypnosis. They decided because they really wanted to remember what happened. On Betty's dress, there were some of those silver like particles that I had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. They sent it off to five different labs. So five different times the dress, the particles were tested and there were no real results. Wow. And this was on their trunk. It was on their trunk and it was on the dress. And I guess the labs didn't really get a conclusive result. Okay. So they did end up doing hypnosis. And during hypnosis, the what I heard in hypnosis was freaking nuts. It was something about their eyes that just, mm-hmm. their eyes really stuck with Barney. Oh. 
So Barney described the beings as being generally similar. So this was the report. So Barney described the beings as being generally similar to Betty's hypnotic, not dream, recollection. So they were put under hypnosis, asked probing questions, and just kind of explained what happened. Mm -hmm. And their recollections were similar. They stated that the the beings often stared into his eyes with a terrifying, mesmerizing effect. So they were, like, in his face using their eyes to do whatever the hell they were doing. Yeah. So while under hypnosis, Barney said things like, oh, those eyes, they're in my brain. And this was from his first hypnosis session. So whatever they did it was the stuff that they were conducting it was being done with the eyes okay and he also under hypnosis said i was told to close my eyes because i saw two eyes coming close to mine and i felt like the eyes had pushed into my eyes that was in the second that when i read that that freaked me out so in his second hypnosis session he was told to close his eyes and he saw two eyes coming towards his and they got so close that they felt like they pushed into his own eyes right Right. Imagine that. I don't want anything pushing into my eyes. Mm -mm. So like this thing was like putting their eyes on his eyes. Right. (laughs) No personal space. What the hell? Um, And he also said in the session, all I see are these eyes. I'm not even afraid that they're not connected to a body. They're just there. They're up close to me. They're just pressing against my eyes. So whatever these aliens did, it was all with the eyes, it sounds like. Okay. Uh, So eventually, like I said, there wasn't too much like like push there was a lot of pushback a lot of people said it wasn't true eventually and in this day and day and age for somebody you know back then for them to say they're telling the truth like that was unheard of oh yeah Yeah. you know and so the incident came to be called the hill abduction and the zeta reticuli incident because the star map showed to uh the star map shown to betty hill could have possibly been the zeta reticuli system according to some researchers so based on like where they were and the map and things like that that's where these aliens probably would have came uh from Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's the story and and it's really weird barney actually died really young he died at 46 oh that's super young right and betty lived for a long time and i tried to see if the the death was related to the abduction and i didn't there was nothing mentioned okay so i'm not too sure it didn't it didn't say but Mm. that's really young to pass yeah so uh something to think about but yeah ufos i believe in ufos ufos in my book are real so true i said me true yeah me Me true me true (laughs) me true as well So yeah, so pretty much they, you know, they went back to their regular lives. They they were on, you know, the front page of the Boston Traveler. There's actually a museum that has, you know, the binoculars and the the dress there's oh, okay. yeah right so it's it's in new hampshire mm-hmm. the notes the tapes and other items have been placed into permanent con- collection at the university of new hampshire and in 2011 the new hampshire division of historical resources marked the site of the alleged craft's first approach with a historical marker would it be crazy to say that i want to go there at 10 30 at night on september 19th one of these days yeah. and see if these aliens will they come back probe my anus <laughs> through their eyes <laughs> through their <laughs> <laughs> their eyes i just want to experience something holy crap that's that's serious let's that's... take a trip and then oh, we can yeah. go to cabot cheese what's that cabot cheese yeah 
it's like the the best cheese aside from Cracker Barrel, and their oh. headquarters is in New Hampshire. Oh, I think I know what you're talking. They See, sell it in the store, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cabbage yeah, cheese. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Expensive cheese. Yeah. <laughs> we can go there after we attempt our own abduction. <laughs> And then we'll really have a podcast. I know, right? I always want to, I want to get a shirt. It's like, I want to get abducted. But then that sounds wrong. Then that's like, wait, Oh, no. yeah. Wait, what wait. kind of abduction are you yeah, looking exactly. for? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I don't want that. Yeah. No, knock on wood. I, right. Please. And you're so tiny. You no. cannot. No, no, no. I, okay, just UFO reference, abduction. Yeah, you got to specify. Because yeah. Julie's like three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute i'm really small my microphone is the size of a bean and i'm actually um on top of a table right now she's very petite very, very tiny yes she can fit in my palm <laughs> yeah. um her feet are the size of an infant so a shirt like yeah. that would probably not be beneficial because no. i can definitely pick her up and put her over my shoulder that happened to me in um new york city what I was, it was me and um, at the time it was, it was the next boyfriend and we went there and you know how like you stand at the, at the end of each crosswalk and wait for the lights to turn. Well, if you're not from New York. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was like a lot of people, right. Mm -hmm. And we're all waiting there. And on the other side, as the light turns green and both sides start crossing through each other, this guy is straight up like telling me like, come here, come here, come here. Like this, like straight up waving his hands in front of me. Like, come here. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And I was like, no. Nope. And I just like sped right by him. Like it was horrible. Oh my God. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you were like blocking the way. So somebody picked you up and moved you. No, he wanted, Uh, I think he wanted to abduct me. Like, you know, when you feel those gut feelings? Yeah. Yeah. Good. It was a gut feeling. It It was a gut feeling. And I just ran. It was scary out there. One time in the Walmart parking lot here in our, in our city. Yeah. uh, There was a woman. Have you ever heard of the Walmart scams where it's like a church group that tries to get you to like join their church and then it ends up being sex trafficking oh god no this haitian woman wanted me to come to her house to do a bible study and i'm like yeah sure just give me your card and i'll come another day yeah she was definitely gonna abduct me because as soon as i said not today Mm -hmm. like the look of disappointment on her face was like oh yeah it was bad yeah yeah so it's real no abductions i i also had only alien abductions exactly (laughs) exactly yeah i had this other case where uh not a case i'm now i'm on like cases but um demented files yeah demented cases no uh i was walking from the library to my house and this car stops and it's a woman because that's when you know it's bad when it's a woman too she was like hey where you going i could give you a ride and i was like no i'm okay and she was like okay and then she pulled up again and she was like hey i can give you a ride are you sure and i was like no yeah i'm sure i'm sure i was like i live i'm like i'm two minutes away i'm good and like she was kept going around it was See, crazy. going around more than and and there have been times like if i see an elder lady you know an older lady or an older man i have stopped to ask yeah. but if you say no i'm not circling back so right. that's sketchy as hell yeah it was super sketchy yeah. and i didn't like it but Mm-mm. anyways no real abductions and uh, more UFO abductions. Um, if they're fun, right? For us, not for anybody else. If you don't want a U- UFO abduction, please don't. That's not meant for you. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> mind at this point. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have to pay for gas at least or groceries. So. I, o- I always hope it's a it's a fun alien that's going to let me on a ship and I can just like be with them on their trips right. in the galaxy. Well, the real question is, will you feed me? Yeah, what are they going to feed you? Are you going to feed me? Are they going to have real human food? Like, what are you going to prepare for me? Is it just going to be pills? Right, or is it going to be freaking aloe plants? Or is it going to be like some weird telepathic feeding? Yeah, 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just ate a cheeseburger yeah. in my head. Oh, that's fantastic. You don't have to leave the house. Right. Well, you don't have to leave the spaceship. That's how I felt when I was recovering from COVID and I couldn't taste my food. It just felt so telepathic. I'm like, I know yeah. I'm eating a burger, but I, I can't taste this burger. Exactly. And uh, it was very sad. I know. Yeah. So that was our podcast for today. Yeah. Until next next week (laughs) well we hope you enjoyed that and uh we will see you next week bye